Welcome to the Modern Real Estate Mama podcast. On this show, we talk all things mindset, support, and encouragement for the modern mom in real estate that's building a business and raising babes. I'm Brayden McKee, a realtor in Phoenix, Arizona. I've been in the business for five years, and I'm a boy mom of two under three. And I'm Alyssa Stalker. I'm a realtor in Ventura County, California, and a mom of two under two. And together, we're bringing our entrepreneurial backgrounds and digital marketing expertise to change the way a modern mama does real estate. Whether you're here for the support or our tactical tips for building a business, we are rooting for your growth. Thanks for listening. Hello. Hey, How's it hey, going? Hey, I'm good. How are you? Good. I'm excited because today on the podcast, we are talking about releasing perfection, which I think is such a relatable topic for anybody running their own business, but also moms and, you know, doing both and just that, that stage of life. So I'm, I'm excited. Me too. It's definitely relatable um, and something I am totally dealing with right this very moment. <laughs> oh man. Yes, I think we all go through seasons, but I am especially hard on myself when I feel like I need to be perfect all the time, which is quite often, unfortunately. Oh, um, I know. Same. <laughs> but that's okay. So hopefully we'll be able to share some advice and encouragement. Um, I know that I probably always need to listen to the advice that I give other people about this myself. So maybe (laughs) after we release this episode, I'll have to save it and come back and listen to it on those especially hard days when I'm being really hard on myself and need to just give myself a break and be like, okay, it's okay. You're fine. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah. Same here. And it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's a lot easier to give advice to a friend than to yourself. You know, sometimes it's hard to look honestly and inward at yourself and dig deeper and, you know, face what you're feeling and challenge it than, you know, looking at a friend and saying, Hey, you need help. I'm going to give you love. Like we need to do that more to ourselves. Totally. Yeah. I don't know why that's so hard, but it really is. It is definitely it comes so much more natural for me to tell somebody else like hey you're okay like let's just breathe and have a moment and just really look at yourself positively and then when you're you know when I myself am in this position I'm so hard on myself and I just wish that I could sometimes just say the things to myself like so naturally that I tell other people (laughs) (laughs) I know. I feel exactly the same way. And I just think, I think like, especially when you're in a season, um, it's just so important to just automatically release the thought of perfection. And if you're in a building season, like, like for somebody who's new to the business, like brand new, feeling like that overwhelm of getting started or maybe you're like at the next stage in your business and you're scaling and everything's just going crazy. Um, or maybe you were like pretty smooth sailing and consistent and like you just had a baby. 
um, you know, these are all different like types of building seasons. And when you're building something just automatically always has to take a back seat. And there's just, there's no way to be perfect in every area of your life. Um, nor to have, you know, a, a quote, perfect life. Like you have a perfect life for you, you know, but that doesn't mean that you have to hold yourself to that perfection standard at all times in every single area, you know, between being a mom, being a wife, having a business, it's really hard to sometimes, you know, when you're in a season of one or the other to, you know, segment that in your mind and realize, okay, you know, this is just going to take a back seat for a little bit. And sometimes that's your business or sometimes that's, you know, trading off some of the, you know, responsibilities in the house and offloading some things. And that's like personally something that is really hard for me to do. And I actually have a little story about that, which I'll share a little bit later, but yeah, that, that is, that is my take on it is, you know, when you're building, just know something, you know, before you just let something fall, just, just already know you're going to have to put it on the back burner. You know, you're going to have to let it simmer for a little while. Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny because when I was preparing to talk about this, I just wanted to get out some of my thoughts on paper so I don't like forget while we were recording. Mm-hmm. And I what I literally wrote down that sometimes it's just a juggling act. Like you only have so much capacity, and sometimes there's things that you have to prioritize more over other things. And it doesn't mean you're giving up on those other things completely, but you can you only have so much time in the day. You only have so much energy and capacity. And while there is room for you to grow and to stretch, you will have to focus, you know, the finite amount of time and energy and resources you have in this moment to other things more than, you know, more than other areas. And sometimes, like you said, sometimes that's having a baby or sometimes that's growing your business and having to put, you know, personal things or uh, days off or whatever to the side for a little bit. And it's a, it's a decision that you have to make, but you have to be, you have to remind yourself this season that you're in and know that it's not going to look perfect. And it's okay that sometimes you have to put your priorities in certain areas. And then in a, when that season is starting to shift or you're, you know, whatever time comes and you're ready to move your priorities, you can do that at the at the moment when you're ready to shift those priorities and move on to something else. Mm-hmm. And it just kind of, it just made me think of something that I saw even earlier this week. Um, and I'm not sure if you saw this, it's a group, a Facebook group that we're both in. Um, that's pretty much relating to like real estate and social media marketing. And there was a mom in there who had posted that she was seeing all the great content everybody had been putting out for the holidays and she had just had a baby. I want to say maybe it was even weeks ago, but, um, I don't know how long ago, but it was, yeah, it was new. And she was like feeling behind or like, should she like, you know, she said she even wrote in there, she was like enjoying her baby snuggles, but she felt guilty or like she was missing out by not, you know, doing all the fun holiday posts that, you know, other people were doing. And 
I read through a lot of the comments um, after I posted mine and mine was like, so what, who cares? Like, you know, give yourself grace, but you know, more, you know, if you, you need content, post baby content because people love baby content, you know? Um, And then I was so excited to read through the comments and see, you know, that um, everyone was saying, give yourself grace. Like, you know, none of that like really matters. Like that doesn't change how you serve your community, how you do your job. Um, you know, none of that. And you're allowed to totally take a break after you have a baby. So, you know, that's just, just one example of, you know, that feeling that I think is very easy for all of us to kind of automatically, you know, revert back to, and, you know, you're, I don't know about you, but like when I was had a baby and like breastfeeding and, you know, holding for naps and stuff, I would tend to scroll my phone like a lot. So I think, um, you know, in that downtime and you got to be quiet. And so like, what would I do? I would pretty much just scroll my phone. And I think you kind of, um, for me anyways, I would definitely like get caught up in social media. Um, and I think like just seeing that all the time is a lot easier to feel pressures, um, that of other people who, that you place on yourself, but by viewing other people who are nowhere in the same phase you're at in that moment. So that comparison trap comes up. Yeah, totally. And that's, that's really, you know, thinking about this topic, that's really something that I think is so hard to not do in the lifestyle that we have right now and especially if you are a mom in real estate or you've been in real estate already and then you become a mom or you're expecting we tend to want to perform really well I think and there's different kinds of performance within real estate and then within motherhood and your relationships that you have and sometimes it's hard to identify like (laughs) hey, in my, in my motherhood, like, I'm actually, I'm performing, and, like, I am, because I am a mom, and I'm raising my kids, and, like, holy Mm -hmm. cow, we're raising these tiny humans, you know, Um, and I wrote down that perfection is really just a burden you carry when you compare your current reality to someone's highlight reel, and that person's highlight reel might be somebody that is five years down the line from where you're at in your life stage, or Mm -hmm. 10 years, or 20 years. And with social media, especially having so much access to things, it's really easy to do that. But just remember that if you are comparing yourself and you're feeling like, okay, I suck, or you're really down because, you know, uh, you may not be doing exactly how you thought you would be doing. Are you comparing yourself to other people? Are you, are they in the same life boat as you, like in this exact same moment? Most likely not, because even people who are really similar have different situations, different uh, backgrounds, and it's all just, it's so hard to compare, like, you just don't have two exact people sitting side by side, so it's not going to look the same, but there's so many different areas where, where you could be giving yourself grace and realize that you're doing a great job, even if it doesn't look like a highlight. Definitely. And I think, I I don't know, have we talked about this before? Have we talked about the concept of like being an overnight success? Like what, 
looks like an overnight success on social media is never really an overnight success. Like somebody took a long time to build and, you know, with social media and, you know, we have that like virality, you know, mentality, but most of the time people are not just successful because they simply, you know, went viral. Going viral is like pretty much, you know, 15 minutes of fame, if you will, but like actually being a successful person, nobody is is successful overnight. Um, and you know, for most people, you could have all the coaching, all the tools in the world, all the luck in the world, you're still going to have so much trial and error and constantly, you know, evaluating and improving. So I love how you said that, you know, you're looking at someone's highlight reel and they might be, you know, five years up the road, um, you know, from where you are. And I think that's just so important to consider, like, you know, how much that person has probably been through and learned in that five years, what they've been able to grow from and looking, looking on and forward to your opportunity to grow. Um, and, you know, just accepting, honoring and being proud of exactly where you are in that moment. But, you know, looking onward, you know, cause I, I, I look at people like that all the time on social media. Like I am so proud of people on social media, like before, like, you know, no matter what stage they're at, like if they're in the beginning or, you know, maybe they're, you know, way ahead of me in terms of, you know, volume or, you know, following or this or that, whatever, however you want to measure it. But I am always so, you know, proud of people like doing the best they can shining their light like exactly where they are absolutely I love that that's your mindset because I think that we need more of that and I think that is going to be the direction that a lot of like social media goes but it's not always the first inclination and I think a big problem is you see these headlines of like videos or posts like how this agent went from zero to six figures in one year or these things that kind of breed comparison and you think that that's the norm but it is that I feel like that vi- virality am I, saying that right? I honestly I questioned if I said that correctly <laughs> <laughs> it sounded good at the time hopefully it was right oh my gosh. <laughs> anyways but like is it that like virality like 15 minute of fame kind of thing And it's like those people that have those stories, that's great. And I am super excited for them. That's amazing. And of course, we all want to know how they did that, right? Or how they, Mm -hmm. how they had that quick success. What's the magic recipe? Yeah. Yeah. The reality is that that is not the, the norm for the industry. And there are just so many different ways we've talked about this before there's so many different ways to build your business and sometimes it takes time to grow sometimes it takes time to figure out how you like doing business or what really works for you and it's just so hard when you see when you're just down on yourself and putting perfection that burden of perfection on yourself because you're looking at so many other people and thinking that for some reason they are better or doing better for some special reason rather than trusting the process analyzing what you're doing you know giving yourself time to reflect and grow um, it can be that's just a really hard place to be and it's just it's not healthy truly like over a long period of time 
that I think that could be really detrimental to to all of us if we are continually doing that to ourselves. Totally. And we talk about this too. It's all in how you you measure success. Like there's no there's no magic recipe to you know, success overall, right? Like there's no magic recipe and it's different for everybody, but how you measure success is totally different too. Like for some, it's, you know, they want to just, you know, hit a certain threshold of income and, you know, be able to take some vacations throughout the year with their family. Or for some, it's like, you know, being able to take an entire summer off to travel or, you know, there's so many different goals people have. Um, um, in There was our, our epic goal setting summit. We were both in it last week. Someone was talking about like they, their goal was they just wanted to buy a boat like next year. That was their goal. Like, I mean, everybody's goals, how they measure success or whatnot, all of those things vary from person to person. So I just, there, there really is, there's no need to compare because you're on different paths and you have different goals at the end of the day. So I think always going back to that and trying to, trying to like, you know, look at, look inside yourself. Like, what are you trying to feed by being perfect, um, like, and comparing yourself to someone else? Are you trying to feed your ego? Um, or are you feeding fear because you're afraid you'll lose your edge or someone's a competitor? Um, you know, and especially like this time of year, when you're seeing what everybody's doing during the holidays, like, I can give an example. I thought about, you know, a lot of, like, no secret, a lot of real estate agents give pies for Thanksgiving, right? Everybody was given a pie. (laughs) It was hard to be like, I thought about doing the pies. (laughs) I thought about the pies. And I was like, you know, I could plan this thing for the pies. But, you know, I just did, um, you know, fun little Popeyes for Halloween. And I have something planned for the holidays. Like, you know, and also for me, I always try to think about, you know, just me personally. I'm like, how do I set myself apart? Well, if everybody's out there doing pies, you know, I can sit back on this one. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with doing pies or if a lot of people do pies. It's just, it's a personal decision. But it was one of those things where I kept seeing it over and over again. I'm like, did I miss something by not doing pies? <laughs> are people, are are my clients going to be like, my realtor didn't give me a pie? <laughs> you know? Right. So, you know, that kind of stuff is what I mean. But, um, you know, I make sure my clients feel loved on in other ways. But um, just just one of those examples um, of, you know, feeding fear, like you're losing your edge to, you know, competitors by not, you know, having the right client gifts or, you know, posting a big giveaway. Um, You know, there's just so many endless ideas. And especially when it's, you know, social media is your main vehicle for marketing and just, you know, just constantly seeing so much out there. It's, you know, it's easy to do. Um, and I'm totally guilty of it as well, but I think just trying to always think about like, okay, stepping back. And it's really hard to like, for me anyways, to like look inside myself and sometimes it's, and to be honest and try to ask myself, okay, what am I feeding right now? Like, am I, am I getting an ego or, you know, and I, I don't like that, you know, so I always have to like stop myself, um, you know, and it can be very sobering (laughs) to do that and humbling, but, um, 
but the other side of it for me, and I guess I'll share my story of, of how like the perfectionism, you know, mentality really affected me in the last, like literally it was like a few days ago, (laughs) badly. Um, you know, I think for me, you know, in terms of, you know, I, I love this career because of its flexibility and I have to remind myself to be freaking flexible and (laughs) (laughs) with myself and my life. Um, you know, I, I, I'm a planner. It's like no secret. I'm a planner. I'm a mapper. I've like got my schedules and, you know, I love that. And I think it really feeds productivity, but it also, tends to set me up for failure when it comes to that perfectionism mentality. Um, and I, I love my, my career because, you know, I'm able to honestly work in part-time hours and be with my family more than most. Um, and I think sometimes though, when you're in a season and you're like, you know, really busy, um, and you're just, missing certain things or like, you know, you're coming home a little bit later or you're behind on the laundry, um, you know, that sort of thing. Like it, it, it kind of all piles up, like, just like we were talking about in the beginning of the episode, like when you're in a season, um, and that's kind of where I have been, um, like my business is growing and, um, you know, between I, I love like I love creating content. I really love doing it. It's like a, it's like a portion of my business. I don't think I could ever let go of or like outsource to somebody because I enjoy it so much, no matter like, you know, how much growth I would see. I, I think that would be really hard for me to step away from at any point. Um, by also serving my clients and balancing the two and like, you know, between Thanksgiving and then, you know, trying to put together a bunch of holiday content and trying to manage all the clients. And, you know, just the last week has been crazy. I, I had like two, um, I was, I did a video shoot, a photo shoot and, uh, two clients go under contract and I was negotiating back and forth. Um, and it was a lot, it was a really crazy week. Um, and one night I think I had, I think I had just, um, gotten back from meeting with a client. I can't remember exactly where I was because it was such a whirlwind, but anyways, I all of a sudden just felt like my, got my kids to bed. Um, and with my husband, we always, you know, we try to put them to bed together, um, and switch off with the kids. Um, but I felt like crippled with anxiety and I couldn't like pinpoint exactly like what it was, but I just felt anxious. And obviously because I had, you know, so much going on, but you know, really what it was is there were toys everywhere. And probably like most people, I think, um, I don't function well in a mess. Um, and on top of it, my dishes weren't done, which I always love to do. Like before I go upstairs, um, laundry was stacking up. That's not totally new concept for me. Um, but I was just like all these things piling up and I just felt like so fed up and done, but really I was like fed up with myself. Um, and I actually got upset at my husband, but I never, ever once asked him for help, not once. And that is something that I have such a hard time with, with this, you know, perfectionism mentality. I have the hardest time asking for help period. And it, it 
really is the hardest for me, like when it comes to the household or like motherhood, like asking somebody to watch one of my kids outside of like my usual childcare schedule or, you know, I, I will probably suffer in silence before actually asking my husband to help do a load of laundry. Um, and he's so helpful, but like, he's not a mind reader. Right. And nobody is. So I think I feel a tremendous amount of mom guilt because, you know, I always try to prioritize that, you know, and I never want to feel like, you know, my business is taking priority over my motherhood, but, you know, sometimes, you know, you have to accept like, you know, this is your job and you are, you know, you have a demanding season um, in your business and in order for you to grow and in order for your family to see, you know, the fruits of your labor, it's okay for that to happen. That's a good thing, right? Like, and it's okay to like, you know, ask for help, um, you know, with your spouse. And it doesn't mean that like you're a bad mom or you don't do enough. You simply just can't do everything. Um, and that's something that's just really hard for me when it comes to those, you know, motherhood and not even motherhood. Cause like I prioritize like time, you know, like focus time before chores, but you know, it's, a doesn't feel good to be in a messy house. <laughs> it just doesn't. And for me and B, it just feels like I'm failing if it's not, you know, kept up and perfect. And let's face it, I have two toddlers. So I just have like tornadoes running through my house all day long. So that's like literally the pressure of upkeeping house times five because I got to keep doing it over and over and over again. <laughs> so that is my little story of, you know, how this has affected me and just recently. Um, and, you know, I had to like look inside myself and, you know, come to terms with you are not a failure. This is okay. And my husband did laundry all weekend and I feel so much better, um, like a weight lifted. Um, and that's okay. So that's my story. And, you know, I just have to say that I, I think you're doing great. And I just admire you so much. And obviously, nobody is showing their piles of laundry and dishes <laughs> that are not done in their sink. But we went through a very similar situation this week with the state of our house. And it is rough. And it's, I get it because and I'm honestly it's hard because I'm the same like I'm like I get so upset and I get anxious because of it but then like I don't ask for help I just like I'm just like upset and I'm like you know I can't do everything but then it's like okay well then you just can't do everything but like you need to also ask for help and I just I totally get where you're at and I think that so many moms can relate to it And then on the other hand, I'll just share kind of like my thoughts as I was reflecting this week about, in like the last couple of weeks, um, our team did a meeting a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, I've been really frustrated this year. This year in business, my production dropped pretty dramatically over last year. And I was really, I was really working for the opposite to happen. Um, 
but I had my son just over a year ago and I told myself that I really wanted to be super present with my babies when they were babies. Um, and you know, I was looking back and there were some things that we were doing as a team this year that I was not operating first in my, just like in my best, um, strengths and, you know, my passions in business, I wasn't operating like in that zone. And that's a hard pill to swallow, to look back and like realize, okay, I was not operating in an area where I am best suited for. And so I didn't you know, I struggled more than I could in other areas than I, than I would have wanted to because of that. Um, but also knowing that I kind of took a little bit of a back burner from the business so I could be super present, you know, when, with my son during the first year of his life, um, which I also did with my, with my oldest son. And that definitely um, is a contributor to that as well. And then there was, of course, things that I just couldn't control. I had some clients that backed out of contracts and decided not to go forward and I spent a lot of time with them and you know it's really easy to look at that and say okay I completely failed this year in my business and um you know looking at my production looking at my numbers like I am definitely not happy with them and I really wish they didn't look like that (laughs) um but I also have to look at the fact that I really did something that I wanted to do and that would be super present with my with my boys both when they're in their first year of life and if that means that my business was not perfect and growing in production uh, you know what then I guess that's what that means and I have to be okay with that and just know that I you know not you can't always have it all I don't think like you can't have it perfect 100% of the time and I just take this as a as a growing year and a year where I learned a lot of really big things and a lot of things in my business became a lot clearer to me. And, you know, it's really, really hard sometimes looking at those things and wanting things to be so good and so perfect and to be like, you know, yeah, I doubled my production or my production went up this amount or my business did this, this, and this. And I can't really say that this year. Um, But I can say that I I grew a lot. I can say that I was home with my boys and, you know, my, my youngest and his first year of life and be happy with that. And I think it's really hard when you want things to look, look a certain way and when you don't meet them, but that perfection is, you know, it can either harbor some resentment and, you know, some bad feelings for a long period of time, or I can be okay with it and just keep moving forward and, you know, I'm, I'm hoping that I just can keep working on my mindset and just be totally okay with the results of this year and move forward and just grow and be stronger from it. But sometimes, you know, it's sometimes it's business, sometimes it's home, sometimes it's, it's work um, to be okay that you're not perfect in every area all the time. I think that is incredibly inspirational that you were able to flip that script um in your own mind and you know that's that goes back to like okay you're measuring numbers right but but when you look at the other things you're measuring and what what actually has a higher value 
you know, and we're not talking numerical value, time with your family, time with your boys. Um, and, you know, those stepping stones, those learning phases and growing pains are so essential to, you know, in turn reaching those numbers later. And, you know, I think we have all honestly been through those periods. And I went through the exact same thing. And I think I'm just a little bit ahead of you in timeline with the kids. Um, Mine are just a tad older than yours. So I remember feeling exactly the same way. And I think that that is really normal. Um, And coming out on the other side of it, you know, having, having that growth was so important to getting to the next, you know, that the next stage. Um, But I think that's, so inspiring that you, you know, share that first of all, because I think that that's really hard for a lot of people to share. Um, but I think it's so needed and so valuable to hear because I've a hundred percent felt that way. And, and, you know, this, this career, and this is why we have this community. And I'd also like to remind you that you, um, created an entire community, and a clubhouse and Facebook masterminds and, um, a podcast. So you did all, (laughs) you did all those things too, because this wouldn't exist if it wasn't for you, you were the brainchild behind this. So, you know, numbers, numbers are numbers are numbers. A lot of people can say they have numbers, but you know, what can you say that you have learned for yourself or time with your family or, you know, those things place such a higher value to me. Um, and I think ultimately at the end of the day, they get you where you really want to go. So I commend you and I'm incredibly proud of you and incredibly thankful for you. Um, and that, and that, um, we have this friendship and that you created all of this. You created this space for all of us to get together and to be honest and to cheer each other on and have that encouragement and support and growth. So you fostered not just your own growth, but you fostered the growth of, I think our community is, is it's well over a hundred wide, right? (laughs) I don't know how big it is right now, but I mean, that to me is a huge accomplishment. That's massive. Thank you. I'm like crying. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think you're awesome. And I'm like, I, you know, I just think, you know, in terms of, in terms of, you know, story, heart, you know, inspiration, what you've done means so much more than, you know, somebody, you know, just touting numbers or an award. And I'm not saying that, you know, that's not great if you, you know, hit your numbers. Awesome. But there's so much more to, you know, feeling successful and feeling, you know, right with your path and where you're going than just hitting a number. Totally. Yeah, I think, I think that's why I, too, like, I felt like we needed this community, like, we, like, I wanted to do something because there's so much that's not being said about these ups and downs that are really happening. Um, I mean, there are some communities, but I just wasn't really part of it. Um, I wasn't really part of one. And I think, you know, there's, so many different areas where we're dealing with with mindset or like we need tactical tips or like we just need advice like 
like how do we need like what do we do with child care like our child care situation is so you know imperfect or whatever it is and it's, mm-hmm. it's really you know why I felt like something like this needed to, like these conversations need to be started because it's so hard because so much of what is being thrown out there is really perfect and I don't know it's hard to it's hard to share sometimes mm-hmm. because you feel like okay is this gonna come out and I'm gonna like this truth and I'm gonna look like a complete failure or you know people are gonna be like wow she doesn't actually know what she's talking about or like why would I ever you know like use them for business or whatever it is um but the truth of the matter is that everybody goes through things and everybody has those ups and downs and that's the whole reason why we're talking about this topic is that it's okay when you are in that season of messy or imperfection or growth or whatever because it's just you just you can't be perfect we're all humans and I think that business is starting to lean that way towards having compassion and understanding you know people have needs and they're not always going to be like spot on with every single thing that doesn't mean you don't grow that doesn't mean you don't like strive and have room for for growth and opportunity to to be better to do better to learn um but we need to have these conversations so that people don't feel like they you know feel like they're imperfect and then they feel completely alone and I think it's it's hard to be vulnerable, um, especially in such a competitive industry. Um, I think it's just really hard to, to be vulnerable and it can, you know, you can get in a mental trap of feeling small by being yeah. vulnerable, but there's, there's so much more power in being vulnerable and connection. And that's like, that is so much, so much bigger um, than you realize or we realize or anyone realizes. Um, And I think that's what makes this, you know, community so special um, as the ability and this, this, the feeling that it's a safe space to be that. Totally. And I know, you know, like those mom groups, I don't know if you're in any of those, like I, I was in a couple on Facebook, like the mom groups that you're like, oh, this is going to be great. And then you just like, it's like so judgy. (laughs) Like, I just, I didn't, I'm like, I don't want that. I don't want to be a part of that. And I feel like that is one of the awesome things about our community is I feel like we're, like, we are really trying to foster a community where you can just be open and honest and like share your struggles and like actually be supported and encouraged rather than people judging you because that's no that's not going to get anybody in here that's not helpful (laughs) I feel like that's like almost every mom group I've ever been a part of and I'm talking about Facebook and I think that's what you're talking about Facebook mom groups I remember so and that's going back to how I was like I was always on my phone like well you know breastfeeding or you know holding a baby to sleep or you know I think I part of the time I spent was getting stuck on the mom group train, you know, being a first time mom, obviously never was in one. And I, you know, from local mom groups to like national mom groups, um, there was like a really big mom group I was in, um, for a mom podcast. And, um, you're right. Like (laughs) there, and I think I would get caught up too. And like, 
oh, I didn't, I didn't know that. Like, oh, I didn't know about that product. I didn't know about that technique or, (laughs) you know, this or that. Um, And then, you know, there are a lot of people and I'm not, this is just generalizing mom groups, not just, you know, relating to real estate, but I was um, blown away by, you know, the judgment, you know, people pass um, on each other, especially during such a, a fragile time um, filled with, you know, new experiences, hormones, emotions. I mean, it's, it's really surprising how hard people are on others or judgmental of the decisions they make or don't make as moms. Right. Right. For their personal life. That was one thing that I realized about a couple of months into my first pregnancy. I realized that you become pregnant and not only is the other moms and parents, but it's like random strangers that decide that it's okay to like put their expectations of you, of the, not, yeah, their expectations of you onto you and like make it sound like, oh, you have to do this. You have to be this. Mm-hmm. And when, especially when you're pregnant, like those hormones, like there was times that I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm going to be the worst mom ever. Like, <laughs> so Mine were like, worse after birth. Oh like gosh. my hormones were way worse af- after, like right after birth than before. Oh, totally. But like, yeah, there are just so many, so many things and it, it's so many things put on you as a new mom, especially like, and then I feel like it takes almost some courage to be like, you know what, I'm going to release the pressure on myself to do things the way that other people want me to, because it is my decision, how I raise my children. And and as long as they're healthy and safe, any other decision that I make, like it does not matter what anybody else says, Mm -hmm. Um, but it is, it is, I feel like it takes some courage, almost takes like that, um, like that mama bear instinct coming out of you Mm -hmm. to combat that. And but like, because there is, there is so much pressure on moms. And I don't know if it's always been like this. I don't know if it's just because people feel like they're being helpful or what it is, but there is a lot of that where people just, they blatantly will just say their opinion of how they think you should do something or a good parent does this or a good mom or does this or won't do that. And it's like, that is probably also a con- huge contributing factor to this idea of perfection that moms especially feel so like they feel it so heavy because so many people just feel like it's okay to openly tell them how they think they should be raising their kids or doing certain things or how they should show up as moms and it's Mm kind of crazy it also like I also feel like it takes courage to like to like put yourself out there and and make a friend (laughs) like that's a new mom like like it's like it's like dating uh like yeah it's like kind of it's kind of weird at first and I think I think for you know the more seasoned moms I notice like you know once the kids are like in school together and you're like or they're in sports and things like that I think it gets a little bit easier we're not in that stage of life yet but when you know you're like literally out there you know some people use apps I mean but for others it's mom groups and you know there again, just having the courage to like trust someone and be vulnerable and, you know, trust them with your 
with your heart or your circumstances, you know, sharing, you know, what that is, um, with that to be free from judgment, you know, and that's, that's why we have this. So, yeah. So moral, moral of the story, just to sum it up, you know, there are a lot of ways that we, you know, place that, that, you know, expectation of perfectionism on ourselves in in any area. But, um, you know, I hope that this episode helped you relate, um, you know, to our individual stories. They're very different. Um, but I think each of us has been in, in each position and, um, you know, I hope they were relatable and provided you with some comfort, but also encouragement, um, and, you know, helpful ways that you can correct that mindset and look inside yourself and be honest with yourself, you know, learn from any setbacks and move forward, but also release yourself of that expectation. Um, because we just, we aren't perfect. So we're perfectly imperfect. Yeah, we just hope that you guys are encouraged by this. And we took a lot of different paths with this, with this episode. We really did. <laughs> we always do. <laughs> I think it was good. I think it was good. And, I thought um, this was really good. It was really um, therapeutic for me. Yes, so that's what I was just thinking. Yeah, yeah, very therapeutic. And we just would encourage you that if you're listening to this and you are struggling with this in any area of your life, that if you need support and encouragement, that is what we are here for and if you feel like it's too much to talk about or ask about in the group that I'm sure either messaging Alyssa or myself uh, we would be happy to chat with you encourage you give you support and uh, hope that that you guys would really take us up on that if you need it because it is just so hard to be weighed down by that burden just by yourself and not able to share Absolutely. We are 100% here for anyone who is listening to this. So don't be afraid to reach out. All right, ladies. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and we will talk to you soon. Thanks. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Go and join us on our Facebook group, The Modern Real Estate Mama, also linked in our show notes. Hope you have a great day and we are here to support you in motherhood and in growing your real estate business.